0: the door closed
1: and then we need to <coughs> a few seconds of silence yeah, and then we have to make sure everyone's got their chastity devices fastened and ready for the trip
0: that's a nice sound as i've explained
2: earlier i was not planning on drinking a lot tonight uh but i dropped a six-pack outside of my house and all the bottles broke open so mm,
0: chris gets to drink as much as he wants because he lost the six-pack hey
1: and then we can go no, get dinner because Lake- i have coupons do you want to go to Chewy's? You guys can pick.
0: I have to go to work.
1: But Tonight. you need to eat food with
0: us. I started a second book.
1: What? I know. Yeah. I already finished the first one.
0: You need a third book? I guess a third. <gasps> Ooh, let's go to Auto Love Car Wash. $3 off any wash. Uh, welcome to Coupon Cast. It is the only podcast on all of the internet where people review coupons. Or coupons. Hey, Chris, what do you call a, uh, a, a a coupon for toilet paper? A poopon. A poopin' coupon. Thank you very much. Welcome to KinkCast. It is a podcast that is about alternative sexual lifestyles, as well as fetishes, kinks, all in a sex-positive, psychological, uh, anthropological perspective. Um, and today's topic is cuckolding.
1: Sexual jealousy, a.k.a. zelophilia Cucks Which happens to deal with cuck holding cucks and cuckweaning.
0: So before we dive into this fetish and its lifestyle We should probably go around the circle and say who we are And we usually play a game that usually is pre-prepared But um, I'm realizing now usually. As I look around It's pre-prepared like
2: a minute before the show
0: Well, that minute did not happen today, did it? What's a game we can play that has to do with cuck holding so we can get to know us? Who's your favorite cuck? Oh,
1: what does a rooster say? Cuck a doodle doo. Cuck a doodle doo. I don't
0: know. Okay. How about, because <laughs> I, I, I know the game. actual answer to this. Uh, I
1: did all this research.
0: I, did, I know a few things about this. Uh, so, okay. uh, how about before we go, and I'll go last, you guys give me guesses on the etymology of the term cuck.
2: Well, wow. Back in 1255, King Cuck. Uh No, it was a, it was written in a plane. I, I, that's a bad thing because I actually looked that up. Oh, okay. Well, then you know. Well, then we should play a different game, Chris. How about Candyland? All right. Uh, who do you want to see? Fuck your significant other. I don't have a significant oh, holy other.
1: Shit.
0: Um, I suppose. Neither do I. What so. if it was
1: somebody that they didn't, that they probably wouldn't like, but you get to have the thr- like the only pleasure that you take in it is knowing that this person other hates the other person.
0: That's hate. But you'd fucking. be
1: okay to watch.
0: Like, so, the president <laughs> of the United States is just on <laughs> top of your girlfriend, and you're supposed to be able to just like let that, that venomous rage. I'm gonna go with uh, because Dana's question is like. I'm, go, I'm, gonna, t- I'm, I'm rage Tommy.
1: Somewhere. No, I'm, I just <laughs> think it would be really funny. I'm gonna
0: pretend that I am married with a lovely, lovely wife. And I am tied up at the other side of the room, and I'm forced to watch her make love to Ted Cruz. Oh,
1: no. That would induce vomiting.
0: I think Chris just left. He just (laughs) ran away from the table. Uh, That's my answer. Uh, Ted Cruz is a millipede human being. That's a very low-hanging fruit. The entire nation has been discussing it, which has been great, because Ted Cruz is a local problem. But in 2016 and once again 2018, he is the nation's problem.
2: He's not a local problem. He's in the Senate. Yeah, but he's our problem. But he's a problem that we
0: imposed upon the rest of the nation. But he wasn't getting made fun of that much in 2017, and now he's getting made fun of. Again. I think
1: he was getting yeah, made fun of he's back in 2016.
0: He's he was because yeah, he's he trying to run for president. He's a lion. Are you Arr. are you referencing the the triumph? Yeah. The Triumph fit. Uh, by the way, if you're at home and you uh, want to get into some politics, which is going to come up a little bit today, uh, <laughs> you should watch the Triumph the Dog sketch, where Triumph talks to Lion Ted Cruz. Uh, I've heard I mean, he that. He barely is gold. talks to
2: Lion Ted Cruz.
0: Uh, who? 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 What? He barely talks to him.
2: Yeah, but it, it, the little what Lily does is great. Like, amped up little bodyguard who thinks he's a hot shit, holding back a little puppet dog. Hey man, the
0: the Libby's are crazy Oh, yeah The Libby's have gone crazy Who knows what could have been in that dog The Libby's are shooting people up everywhere Now, Chris um, Before you go shoot someone up Because you're a Libby Who would you like to see cuck your, who would you like to be cucked by?
1: Can we answer this? Like, who would we not want to see?
0: Well, Ted Cruz is the answer to that. Yeah,
1: so to say, like, that's kind of how you answered it. And that's kind of how I really want to answer it. Like, who of all people would I not want to see? My fifth
0: grade gym teacher would be rough. Okay, what about
2: who who do we just want to see fuck? Like not
0: necessarily have a sexual encounter out of with interest
1: them. or out of just
0: David Bowie and and uh, and in like, order
1: to ridicule like Emma Stone? I don't want to kink shame but like
2: no just out of out of like interest in how they act in the bedroom who would you want to see fuck
1: I more want to see
2: I like Tommy's answer couple. with David Bowie and Emma Stone
1: yeah I do want to see some Wait, you want to see
2: them fuck each other or just
0: yeah. t- sure
1: be magical I mean
0: he's yeah. he's a course, so.
1: Well, okay, well, but like
0: I, uh, It's a theoretical I assumed in my theoretical It would be prime Bowie
1: There's too many rules On it's this Bowie hypothetical left, situation uh, <laughs>
0: Yes uh, You know what? Uh, what's your name, Chris? I am Chris Hi What's your name, Dana?
1: I'm Dana Let's
0: move right into etymology Hold on, I gotta answer the question uh, You know what? No, we're abandoning this I'm gonna answer the question Well, then answer
2: it Okay Who would I like to see fuck?
0: Cobra Commander And Oh uh, uh, Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell, those two? No, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell, uh, definitely. And Kurt
2: Russell. He seems like a, uh, yeah, no, both of them. Yeah, I would like to see both Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell
0: fuck each other. I feel like Val Kilmer. It would be upsetting to see him and Denzel Washington together. I thought you were doing a tombstone thing. We're gonna say Val Kilmer and Kurt Russell. They were in a movie together? Wouldn't you get confused was yeah, one of the, the most
2: famous westerns of all time.
0: Well, I'm not a learned man. Okay, so moving right along. Tombstone. Dana, would you like to go?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I would really like to see, um, gosh, Psy from Gangnam Style, fuck the um, Kool-Aid man.
0: That's very random.
1: I don't know. I, you I, are, are you t- just
0: going for random? <laughs> you are to Penguin of Doom Holds Up Spork. I mean, that's, that's good. I mean,
1: I have fantasies of people I'd like to see fuck.
0: And the Kool-Aid Man appears like in Zoo
1: that oh. Somewhere up there is like Jude Law and Johnny Depp.
0: That's a like, good one. Well, yeah, yeah see be, them have a...
1: I'd be all about that.
2: Romantic night together and make love.
1: Yeah, that'd be so nice. But I'd watch that with like... My eyes taped open and like candles burning. We should
0: have an life. entire episode dedicated to section like dates that we would like to go on, but we are the couch that the date is taking place on. Like the yes. three of us are bound into a couch, and people are going on dates, and we are the couch. <laughs> Who that do we want on. to sit on us? Who do we want to sit on <laughs> us as a couch? Couches get really hot on the inside. Yeah, the I face. don't doubt that. It'll be a nice cold day. it will be a cold like winter so sleigh fornophilia
1: day. Fornophilia meets like. Furniture. fantasy shipping versus like
0: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like fantasy football except we are a piece Bikiki. of furniture yeah
1: okay. all right uh, <laughs> like so today
2: fantasy <laughs> fucking the new fantasy football <laughs> who's gonna fuck next
1: uh oh ten, 10 points for missing the first time
2: it's like having one of those death
0: pools or dead, dead pools, pools?
1: Yeah. oh no let's not get into that because i totally
0: I'm a part of one. Pikachu? I've got money. Want Pikachu? In.
1: No, I had money on Stan Lee.
2: Oh, you had money on Stan Lee. You're a bad person.
0: I hope. I
1: know. Did. I feel really ashamed of myself. He invented- you
0: won, but you—that's a—that's a bad. You know how he spent the last year of his life? Hmm. It's gonna break your heart when you find out.
1: He was dealing with elder abuse, right?
0: No, no. It was just fucking eight billion lawsuits. Well, no, he was. Being abused. Yeah, I thought so. But he wasn't. He was mad. He he didn't get enough money. It's my understanding. The man invented Spider-Man. Give him I, all the money,
1: whatever. Give a
0: lot of stuff.
1: He lost his wife. Give him whatever he wants.
0: Paul McCartney's the one who had the wife with one Jeez. leg. What are I'll you gonna go? Right you gonna go for the doggy? I'm gonna go fix this dog. Are you gonna shoot it?
1: Don't use your teeth.
0: That was good. Well, I don't want to continue the show without Chris until that dog gets back. But when he gets back, we're getting right into etymology.
1: Mhm. Sounds good. I don't know the etymology of this word. I mean, zeal- I don't. <laughs> Hi.
0: You're not allowed on this podcast. Why are you're you not in a, the you're not a human being.
1: You're you're cute. I... Hi. <laughs> <laughs> now This is Tommy's ASMR.
0: That's how the noise I make with doggies.
1: Oh shit!
0: (laughs) That was wild. It was a wild time to be alive. Fix the dog problem. So moving right along into etymology, this actually comes from—is it called the kookaburra, the bird? No, uh, kookaburra. Isn't it from the just the
2: not not the? It's the. A cuckoo bird. Cuckoo oh. bird. Anyways, a standard cuckoo. what
0: a cuckoo bird does is uh, it goes into a nest and it kills all of the baby bird eggs and then it lays its own eggs. And so then mommy and daddy bird have to raise birds that aren't their own. And you can watch some hilarious nature videos of like a mom and dad bird kind of freaked out by cuckoo bird babies because it's like two beautiful little turtle doves Mm -hmm. coming home to their babies and their babies are molten giant ugly monsters that are just squawking for more and more food. So the idea of a, of a cuck comes back to that bird infiltrating the family Mm -hmm. home. Uh, we will be discussing the fetish, which is where the modern word of that is, but it does have, um, political connotations as well. Mm -hmm. If you are living under a rock or you somehow are one of the magic human beings who, doesn't deal with politics every day or is not in deep web type shenanigans. Cuck has become a slur against liberals. I think the
2: Liberals?
1: It
0: actually started as a slur against other conservatives.
2: Really? Uh, yeah. I guess no, that's accurate.
1: That's what I was under the impression. It was an alt-right
2: uh it was an alt-right slur for other conservatives who were not taking it
0: far enough. So it's it's an alt-right they were slur.
1: For conservatives.
0: I remember that now. And libcucks
1: aimed at the men they saw as spineless and emasculated.
0: But that does not come from the cuckoo bird. That comes from the idea of uh, a, a cuck is a, is, a, is a term that goes back. And it's a, a man who enjoys watching his wife get fucked by other men. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea, it's the, it's the very Trumpian concept that you're enjoying our country getting fucked. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's a race element to it as yeah. well as a class element of by supporting the lower classes and the poor the country is getting fucked over and you enjoy right. watching your country get fucked you know i think you're giving them too much credit for thinking too far but no that's what the metaphor is that's why they call them cucks it's not just a mean word they plucked out of outer space they call i would bet on that before the metaphor the most dangerous thing you can do is assume that evil people are stupid that is a very very dangerous thing to do yeah, anyway it happened the in first uh, the
2: first uh for, or the first time it was used as cuckold uh-huh. uh, in a form that is meant to describe a man whose wife is cheating on him. Uh-huh. But uh, he enjoys it. No, not no. necessarily. Okay. that was That's not actually until very recently. Okay. So in 1250, a medieval debate poem called The Owl and the Nightingale. Uh, it was used in 1440 in John Lydgate's fall of princess and uh
0: shakespeare used it quite often you mean john lithgow <laughs>
2: yes thank you <laughs> he
0: is an immortal harry and the hendersons is one of my favorite cuckold pornography films when he lets <laughs> harry fuck his wife in... <laughs> are you sure because harry's the got a big dangling dick
1: oh my gosh oh uh, uh, you know what they say about
2: big feet
1: but fetish like <laughs> speaking of oh were you finished sorry
2: uh it actually the way it's used now as a man who enjoys to see his wife or significant other get fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that's very recent. In fifteen twenty, it was the word Wittal was used as a man who knew that his wife was cheating on him, not necessarily like enjoying it, but he knew cuckold's up to that point or even past that point were not aware, like they might suspect, but they were unaware that their wife was cheating on them or significant. other. And a cut queen is also very old. 1562.
0: Really? I thought that was a new portmanteau of
2: like recent year. A a cut queen is, I don't know how it's used today, but back then it was a woman whose husband was cheating on her.
0: At any rate, uh, the word in the modern day, Tim Heidecker, and uh, his beef, if you will, with that one comedian who's terrifying. I can never remember his name. Anyways, the guy from Million Dollar Extreme, uh, they use the term cuck. Tim Heidecker wrote a oh, song. Oh, the, the,
2: yeah, the asshole comedian, Gavin something. His name's not Gavin. But it's not Gavin Ennis?
0: No, I think you're singing someone else. But anyways, like Tim Heidecker has a song called I'm a Cuck, and it's just about how You can call me a cuck as much as you want. I stand by my morals. And and Dana printed off an article about how CNN did some psychology about how cuckholding can be positive for a relationship. And Fox News took it and ran with it about how CNN is openly for cucks. Uh, It was nice to see some kink positive news because uh, as much as we are definitely left-leaning on this show, kinks do not know politics. They're two entirely separate issues. Granted, uh, alternative sexual lifestyles, are always going to be safer under the modern leftist party. And that goes for any country. Uh, something about nationalism does not go hand in hand with alternative sexual lifestyles. Don't really know why never has. Um, I think it's just they embody hatred. They embody the idea of perfection. That's sort of superficial. And alternative sexual lifestyles will always be seen as deviant and dirty, even though we try to dispel that myth. At any rate, there's a lot of political conundrums around cuckholding, um, and we're not going to be discussing any of the politics. It is a, it is a Trumpian slur in the modern era uh, used to uh, emasculate people for their, their beliefs on wealth, on class, on immigration, and uh, it's horseshit. It's horseshit, and it is continuing into a way of kink shaming of, you know.
1: So let's talk about the fun side. So let's
0: talk about the kink. Thank you, Dana.
1: Yes, because cuckolding in a fetish or kink sense um, is actually a form of zealophilia, which is um, a sexual paraphilia that refers to someone uh, who gets sexual pleasure or becomes aroused from jealousy. Uh, this usually encompasses a person being turned on by their sexual partner having a sexual encounter with someone else, whether that being that's in like the same room with them, on the same bed as them, or even in another place and is just reporting in, or they can hear from a distance or something else. So it's really kind of interesting to see the different kinds of levels that this can actually go to. Well, and there's
0: lots of variants. There's variants where people are tied up and forced to watch it, and mm-hmm. there could be a sim semi- like it could in- involve. Uh, great play in some yes. circumstances mm-hmm. and then in other circumstances it may be like a spying fantasy where the uh, the partner who's watching their other partner cheat on them is watching from the closet or perhaps on a camera or something like right. that right exactly but the underlying thing
2: of all of this is that it does like at its core it's humiliation mm-hmm.
1: yes yes
0: and this this uh, does not include swinging so not all people who are swinging are, are, are involved in cuckolding. Swinging mm-hmm. is where partners would trade, and that does not have any aspect of humiliation or of watching. Right. This is specifically one member of a couple is, is splintering off, and the other one is forced to watch or right. endure. And that watching and enduring is what makes it cuckolding.
1: And sometimes chastity devices are used um, on the cuckold or the cuck queen at the same time, uh, so that they can't even like physically um, masturbate or or otherwise pleasure themselves while they watch.
0: We should define the roles. Um, yeah. Really, we should really define those before we move yeah, forward. So exactly. The cuckold is the person watching.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it the depends. Cuckold is a it's masculine a male.
0: Okay. That's watching. So it, it is a male. Is that uh, entirely dependent on a, a heteronormative relationship?
1: No. Okay. Um, it's not.
0: So um, a cuckold is a male who is watching their partner of any gender, non-binary, watching their partner being fucked. Yes. Or fucking.
1: Yes. Okay. And a cuck queen is the female version of that, female iteration of and that. before
2: 1552, uh cuckold was non-binary. It was used as either gender. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, so there's a term, uh, wearing the horns, uh, where... It's it's a term for a cuckold as someone who is being cheated on but just does not know they are. So it'd be a super embarrassing thing. Uh it came from France and Italy. And uh it's from it's it's, it comes from uh the uh from deer. So when a male deer is beaten in combat, combat, Mm -hmm. uh he willingly submits his mate. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's wearing the horns it's supposed to be super humiliating. Uh it was used in politics.
0: Makes sense, enough,
2: back in the day. And uh yeah, it's it was a non gendered term originally until
0: queen came about mm-hmm. what is the term for the uh, other partner in the relationship who is getting to engage in sexual activity
1: yeah uh the other person who is um brought in to this you know relationship that already exists this coupling that already exists What should be um, the third
0: wheel but is somehow the main course
1: yeah <laughs> i like how you phrase that um they're usually referred to as um depending on if it's a man or a woman um usually the males are referred to as bulls. Um, that's usually because they're, you know, well-endowed, aggressive, um, very masculine sort of guys. That's just typically how it is. Um, but they can also be referred to as cuck cakes, which I thought was awesome. It's usually more of a term used for women, um, who are invited in to have sex with the husband while the, you know, other person watches or whatever. Um, but it can also be, um, uh, it can be either, really. But cuck cuck, cake is usually the other person that's brought slash in. Slash bull. Yeah, slash bull.
0: Slash sow? Or is that not allowed?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, but it's,
0: I don't think sow has the same connotation as bull. Oh, bull is a bowl is a word you get tattooed like right on your face. You're like, oh, cool. Sow is not a word that's cool to have tattooed on your face.
1: So what's interesting about this particular fetish is it's actually a diagnosed medical condition Um, One thing I was able to find is I sometimes like some of those places are like, oh, yeah, this is just a thing that exists. And I was able to find that they actually said um, a a Dr. Agrawal on the Kinkley website actually said this is something that was diagnosed for a long time. Um, And this is
0: widespread.
1: Yeah, it's really actually a lot more common than people think.
0: Well, this is one of those kinks that without getting to pop pop culture references downright this rears its head everywhere. This is so common. There's a Bob's Burgers sketch about it, isn't there? I don't know. I don't.
1: Watch I believe burgers. it. I believe it. I love Bob's Burgers, but I can't think of it right now. But it's interesting because sometimes, like, there's like so jealousy. The
2: they had the cow. They were trying to force down the stairs.
0: No, that's the first episode. You you did your <laughs> best. You did your best.
1: <laughs> there's jealousy that can develop in any relationship, and what's interesting is that sometimes jealousy can learn, lean to like. Uh, harsh words, angry feelings, tears, and sometimes breakups, and then those with this xenophilia sort of um, uh, jealousy fetish get sexually aroused by these feelings. Um, so managing this fetish can actually work out if they can just figure out how to um, make it fit as as an aspect of their relationship, which is kind of cool.
0: It makes sense. I mean, if so. you you look at, like toxic masculinity, of mm-hmm. Is it better to get angry and start throwing shit that become outrageous or is it better to take weird sexual frustrations and just transfer them into like a weird sexual experience? Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense. I, it's one of those, I have trouble getting into the headspace of it. I, I understand mm-hmm. it, but, um, I mean, that's why it's not my thing, mm-hmm. but it's a very in, intense swinging makes a lot more sense to me of I get a piece, you get a piece but this is not about experiencing other sexual partners. This is about the jealousy and, and the rage. and it's a sexual anger in a way.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true. And all of that kind of gets turned around because you get so angry and jealousy and built up, kind of like we've talked about building up anything um, in terms of sex. and it kind of turns into um, you just kind of re, I don't know, refocus all of that energy into the sex itself. Um, one of our favorite researchers, Dr. Mark Griffiths, found a gentleman who, um, is named Drew Albright, um, who wrote a book called Jealousy, Envy, and BDSM. Um, and he explained that in many ways, envy and jealousy in relation to sex is a paradox. On the one hand, envy and jealousy is at the core of eroticism because it really is. If you think about it, um, I want that. I want to do that. That body is mine. Um, those are all examples of lust, also known as envy. Uh, Fetish and BDSM play and behaviors are ways that many people can find fun and explore and safely let out their inner piggy, which is a term as well. Piggy.
0: Does that just mean glutton? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, On the other hand, when we are unaware of our own propensity for envy on the grand scale in our everyday lives, we can act them out in a sexualized power struggle, which ultimately has nothing to do with sex or sex interest itself. So that's just kind of like the mindset behind it. Um,
2: Did you read uh, uh, Roy Baummaster?
1: Uh-uh.
2: So he wrote a book called, uh, he's a psychologist who wrote a book called Masochism in the Self. Uh, and his theory around cuckolding was that it is a form of escaping from self-awareness uh, when self-awareness becomes burden, burdensome, uh, such as perceived inadequacy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so according to this theory, the uh, physical or mental pain from masochism brings attention away from the self, which would be desirable in times of guilt, anxiety, or insecurity or at times when self-awareness is unpleasant.
0: Well, because right. one thing we need to address is that dick size is a huge part of this. Yes. There's a reason why the other man is it's called, called a bull. Yeah. Is because typically it's going to be a, a sense of jealousy, not just that someone is with your lover but that the lover is more adequate. That's a huge aspect of this.
2: Yeah, it's supposed to be someone who can please your lover because you are unable.
0: Which is right. why if you like you're an average or small-sized dingle man, you got to work extra hard and you got to make sure you've got the right texture and the right moves and you got to make sure you're doing all the right things at the right time and it's a delicate ballet. Meanwhile, you bring some other big old bull in there and he's got a big old willy the size of a fucking squid and he's just poking your girl right in her squid hole and she's fucking loving it. And he doesn't have to try. He goes to the gym every day. Well, again, that's why this is self
2: adequacy. Like this is thinking about it from your own perspective, because there's some women that might not necessarily enjoy having a gigantic dick, just poking them. Well, of course not. But, but I'm sure that's an aspect of it too.
1: But it usually is feeling some kind of inadequacy. That the, you know, uh, the cuck or cuck queen feels. Um, Either they feel like they're an inadequate lover because of size or just skill level or just overall ability um, to kind of satisfy their partner. So they kind of are able to, at least in some sense, be jealous of the person that's actually giving their significant other the pleasure that they deserve. Um, Or they can also, um, just in general, kind of. I don't know. Associate themselves or kind of um, enter a headspace where they feel like by allowing them to enter to I guess experience this kind of pleasure, they're at least in some way still pleasuring. The person that's their significant other, too, Yeah,
0: because that significant other, it needs to be talked about their preferences. If it's truly a consensual environment, they are probably receiving some sort of affection or attention. Mm -hmm. They do not typically receive Right. whether it's the fact that it's it's a it's a giant old dickus or it's just a different kind of lover or they enjoy a break from their typical lover. It can be any one number of things.
1: Yeah. And um, it's interesting to see a lot of the, the research that I did um, was talking about how to identify when someone is wanting to kind of introduce this into their relationship.
0: It's a heavy duty thing to drop on a relationship. Yes,
1: absolutely. And this is usually with couples that have been together for a little while. Um, and you know, maybe one of the partners is really dealing with feelings of inadequacy or, or, um, are not feeling like they can't satisfy their significant other. So sometimes they will, you know, start saying things like, oh, I wish, you know, uh, I wish my dick were bigger. I wish I could, you know, I wish
0: call Drago would march right in on in here, <laughs> throw um, me against the wall and then yeah. do you.
1: Yeah. Or I wish, you know, I could suck off your giant cock better or something. I don't know. But it's kind of it depends on what side of the <laughs> aspect is
2: on it. I'm terrible uh, at sucking dick. <laughs> some people are. Some, some
1: people, people have dry water. mouths. Yeah, some people are. So drink I mean, water.
0: What? I like soda. Yeah. I don't drink water. I just drink soda.
1: I don't know. There's lots of different ways to see this happen. Um, but it usually kind of begins with a conversation like that. Like, oh, I wish my penis were bigger. Oh, I wish I could please you better. Oh, I wish I could make you scream. Like, And this has a lot of times been influenced by kind of what you see in porn, right? Yeah. Um, well, in a way, like, it's like okay, live pornography. It's I'm little... not making your yeah. legs shake or I'm not making you, like, gush your eyeballs out like none of that's like happening so maybe you know maybe you need somebody else maybe i would you know enjoy the jealousy or enjoy the seeing you be pleased but also like being in control of the situation too
0: and have so, that rage are there yeah. networks to find these to find folks interested in this i yes. mean i imagine a bar <laughs> but like does you how... fuck my girlfriend does right that, Is that how it happens I'm sure it is. Well, I like. I, I, I guess I, I can't say because I'm not the cutest boy on earth. So I, I've only ever been approached. I've been approached for some weird shit, but I've never been approached by a man who says I want you to. I want you to fuck my girlfriend. I, that has to happen, though. It
1: is, and frankly, it's the large majority of guys that enjoy cuckolding. There are very few cuck queens out there. However, um, I know that at, there are resources online for communities that. You know, have people that are interested in partaking in this, or it's kind of like a yeah, I'm helping helping you out by doing this. I get to have sex with this person who's like basically, you know, I don't know, claimed, but also yeah.
0: I imagine it's not people's friends. That's more of a swingers thing. As yeah. you spend a lot of time with a couple, you double date, and you say, yeah. eh, let's let's toss these jelly beans into different microwaves mm-hmm. to I mean, invent a phrase. It, it could be though. It could be, but I feel like the part of the jealousy, and, and that actually brings us into my next point, which is that sometimes there's a huge race element to this. Yes. Which is troubling in a few senses as well. I don't even know if it's a, if it's a positive thing to even discuss, but uh, a lot of cuckolding plays with America's, uh, with the world's black-white issues. Mm-hmm. And it will be a white man and a white woman who enjoys to watch his wife or girlfriend get fucked by a black man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that
1: falls into, like, the hot wife um, uh, labels and, um, you know, what is it? Big black cock or whatever yeah.
0: it's called. I mean, it falls into a lot of different stereotypes. Yeah. It's touchy. You can't tell a person not to feel certain kink because that's not really allowed on the show, especially mm-hmm. for something that's not a five. But the psychology behind the race-specific cuck holding is a little bit troubling.
1: Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it totally is. Um Let's see. Well, that's
0: like the whole thing. It's like
2: people don't want to date someone because they are
0: their fetish. Yeah. No, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. It
0: kind of falls into that. Right. You want to be a loving couple that has a, a kinky lifestyle. You don't want to have a kinky lifestyle and you found the right person to jam into it. Yeah. Like a VHS tape into a DVD Well, player. it has to
1: be completely done consensually. It really yeah. does. Um, when
0: you imagine... and. and as with any single kink or fetish, there's going to be people who are, are rushed into it, and it's mm-hmm. going to give them a very sour taste towards any kink ever. Right, right. I mean, you, you just need to hear the horror stories of, of women who've been with a, a guy who was a creep about his foot fetish, and they think that any alternative sexual lifestyle is mm-hmm. fucking nutso. Right. Uh, this would be a deeply abusive thing to do to someone who is not 100% consenting.
1: Right, right. Well, and it's it's so hard because it's um, it, it touches on a lot of different levels of like... Um, questioning your masculinity, questioning your femininity, question, questioning your ability to please somebody else. Um, questioning, the nature of a
0: relationship.
1: Yeah, really. So it's like, okay, I'm inadequate, so why are you staying with me while, when you can go and get this other thing that's way better and more satisfying and more pleasing? I, mean, I kind of um,
2: see that as like an issue in that you're focusing your whole relationship around sex. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. And that's the thing, like, a lot of it, times it's great. Like everything else about the relationship with somebody is perfect. The only thing that's not quite up to par, perhaps, is what's going on in the bedroom.
0: You've got a medium-sized willy and an extra, mm-hmm. extra large the sock. JJ.
2: <laughs> which is actually a plot point for *The Godfather* the book.
0: Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. There was a, the guy with the biggest dick, and all of Michael's little Italy had to fuck the woman with the the biggest sock, and all of but... Little Italy. Yep. Oh,
1: I read Nick.
2: that book. Michael, nice. Michael's I wrote that brother. Book. Michael's older brother had a giant <laughs> hog, and uh, his wife had a giant pen. <laughs> oh, dog. I heard P, E N, but you meant P I N. And uh, when he was killed, uh, she couldn't find any lovers that could satisfy her because her her pen was too big.
1: Oh no. And
2: uh eventually a doctor came around and uh performed surgery to make her vagina smaller so that she could be pleased and she ended up marrying the doctor. He was already intimate with the area.
1: Well, that's interesting. He made it, See that remaining He
2: made it the perfect size for his key. A lot of metaphors on today's episode.
1: Yeah. That reminds me of the Mr. Big episode on Sex and the City, but I won't get on that.
2: It's because he's Mr. Mr. Big. big episode. Mr. Big. Didn't she marry him?
0: She did. Oh, yeah, she definitely so. did. I know because I listened. To you listened to
2: fifty
1: two. Well, I mean, like the very first, the very first episode, like that he shows up in, it cracks me up just because how many times they called him Mr. Big.
0: Wait, his name is his last name is not Big. No, they oh, that was the big joke on the show is that they never revealed his name. They just called him Mr. Big because his dick was the size of a one-month-old child.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Would you not? That makes me hurt. Like, please stop.
0: I
2: don't even okay. have to worry about having kids because they'll just slide out. Oh my god.
1: Y'all stop. Okay, 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 okay. Back on top here. Oh, um, good time. Just You're such you, a
2: Samantha. I'm oh such a gosh. Samantha. So
1: size <laughs> queen. Is that a term that we're going to be talking about today? No, but it's a term. Um, Okay, one dominatrix. Her name is Empress Ivy. Uh, I actually was caught in an interview explaining that uh, she sees this particular fetish most frequently with cuckold and coerced fellatio or bisexual fantasies. Most start out with the admission of their wife's infidelity and they go into great detail about how jealous they felt that their wife was with another man, a man that is stronger, more masculine, has a bigger penis and can sexually satisfy her in ways that the husband could not. Obviously, the initial decision, uh, the initial admission of this, would spark jealousy and perhaps resentment. But at the same time, when these events are recalled, the callers clearly become aroused by it. So at first, sometimes it starts with the suspicion. Um, there, that's maybe the one way that they are also trying to uh, bring up the situation. Is like, hmm, are you seeing somebody else? You seem okay. Are with you this.
0: fantasizing about someone else? Yeah. It's kind of like how you're sitting there and and you're. You're going to your, your benefit dinner for refugees in America, and you got your Barack Obama T-shirt on. You got your tiny little dick, and sometimes you just wish that Daddy Trump. You, you could just watch your wife fuck Daddy Trump oh, with his God. six
2: pack and his. So to get to get away from what Tommy's saying, uh, so I looked up some porn videos for this this week, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like I did see quite a number of videos that would end in. The cuckold sucking the bull's dick?
1: It can happen that way. And sometimes he's the one, um, the cuckold, you know, actually ending up with the um, s- secretions Come. in their mouth. Or somehow either they suck it right out you mean of he the bull or they suck it out of the their, vagina. Yeah,
0: He ends up with the cummies
2: in his tummies. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thank you. From some of the videos I saw, it was the woman being like, no, now you have to suck his dick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of very much a humiliation thing and like, haha, I'm going to make you do this. Because well, I'm, I'm sure in that, that's,
0: here. that fits in with some people's bisexuality yeah. as that's, well. That's what I, I was like,
2: saw these things and was like, this feels like it's a shame from society built in to be like, well, I'm not supposed to be bisexual, so I can't be bisexual. The only way I can experience my bisexuality is by being forced to experience it.
0: But you could also be expressed that very specific kinks and very specific sexualities could involve contact with someone of the same gender. Without necessarily having homosexual um, intentions or tendencies. Right. It could be a part of shame or BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that starts to get into very complicated ground. I can imagine someone who's very um, kink negative hearing me say that, and I could be laughed out of the Fox News headquarters, but <laughs> sexuality is very complicated. I can imagine there's a, there is a dude out there who thoroughly enjoys sucking cummies out of the bowl, but does not like dudes. Mm-hmm. And there's some who do. Again, it's always a
2: case yeah, by case I, basis. I, yeah, I could see like it's it's very much a humiliation thing. It's yes. not mm-hmm. it's not a bisexual thing. Their mouth it's is more... on a dick out of being shamed because they're straight.
1: Well, and not only that, also they're shamed because that dick was just all up in their person. Yeah.
0: I right? mean. they taste in all the pussy juice. Exactly.
1: Well, or, or whatever juice. You know, whatever. I was so. about to
0: reprimand you for being gross, but then I realized I have no room to talk. <laughs> we're on a, we're a I've been, fucking kink show. <laughs> I've been, But I've been filthy this episode.
1: That's fine. I'm There about have been to
0: times where I've been...
2: G-rated on this show that I've been shamed for being G-rated. So,
1: I have a couple of things I would like to say about cuck queen. We talk a lot about this couples.
0: is a woman who is watching her husband fuck another woman.
1: Right, right. Um, okay, what's important you s- is you see the other people participating or not is consent and complete honest conversation about boundaries. But once they've come into that portion of the thing, um, there's a fantastic resource on this called Bad Girls Bible. Um, it says, even if you don't meet those partners and you allow your partner to go out and get fucked by somebody else and you're the cuck queen, um, even if you don't meet those partners that this other person is having sex with, it's essential that your partner discloses to any potential partners what your situa- situation is. Some people might not consent to being in that kind of position. So a cupcake might refuse to take on that role of cut cake.
0: It's a uh, It's a hall pass. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I guess it's a hall pass where the... The female is getting uh, sexual pleasure right. out of granting the whole pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's like,
2: hey, I really want to fuck you, but I do have a girlfriend. She's down.
1: Mm-hmm. And she wants to watch.
0: Well, and I know uh, there are couples out there. I think I read an article about it, these couples, and there's a term for it. And this isn't necessarily cuckolding. Was it just it kind of Fox? fits in. It was on Fox News, oddly enough. Very, very kink positive. Mm-hmm. But it's about... Um, Bisexual couples that are, um, they're a heterosexual couple mm-hmm. and they're granted hall passes for same sex encounters. I, oh, I have that's seen amazing. similar things. And that, you know, that's, I, apparently it works. So you just yeah. have to, it's just a disc- disclosure is the most important part. Of course.
1: Yeah. Of course. Um, and that's, that's kind of, sometimes that's enough, you know, like, um, it says here you might stay home and find yourself turned on by the idea of your significant other on a date with or without having sex with another person. Sometimes that's enough. Sometimes not having sex is like just the knowing that they're out on another date with somebody else can be enough. To or that they like you. just the
0: thought of the possibility.
1: Right. Or they, right. they
0: like went to Bible study without you.
1: Mm-hmm. So whether or not they have sex <laughs> with the other person or not, you might find yourself <laughs> masturbating furiously to an intense orgasm.
2: Listen, but
1: that's not a I enough. did not
2: go on a date with someone else. I went on a date with
0: Jesus. <laughs> God, <laughs> stop. Or it's like when uh, no,
1: now you're getting sacrilegious. In the
0: in the Sopranos.
2: Oh, when... you guys are worried about
0: sacrilegious. <laughs> Jesus was a. Cuck.
1: Hey, some people have shame and feelings about that in sexuality. That's maybe different from standard missionary position.
0: Uh, I would like to say that under the Christian Church, I'm pretty sure cuck holding within a marriage is. I, I don't think that God smiles on that. Now, granted, you can believe whatever God you want to believe in. But uh, I, I think strictly going by the Bible and the Pope. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. It's not like I believe what these guys say. I think the, the it's be perfectly all, fine. The be-all, the end-all of Christian religion, the Pope. Yes, right. the Pope. Nope. It's not. Only no. for Catholics. He would take his <laughs> stick and he would tap the ground and it would start glowing. And he would be like... But they they say lots of shits wrong, so fuck them. Lord of the
1: Rings. Um, Okay, so (laughs) I always (laughs) confuse
0: the Pope with Gandalf. Gandalf (laughs) happens all the
2: time.
1: Okay, so um, I do want to talk a little bit more about the humiliation aspect. too. How many
2: tiny people does he have as friends?
1: But um, it's not enough for some people. Some people really enjoy being compared, (laughs) compared to the cupcake. Cupcake. Uh, Often the cupcake is younger more attractive I stole it I'm sorry I'm just de- <laughs> <laughs> really wanted your spot <laughs>
0: teed me up a beautiful hole in one shot about the Pope being friends <laughs> with lots of tiny people I'm just gonna leave it there there's <laughs>
2: not, not gonna be any pedophilia, jokes nope, no Continue. jokes Dana
0: go right ahead Dana The humiliation aspect for a cut queen
1: yeah um so usually the cut cake is younger more attractive better endowed or even better in bed uh, your partner may make you believe this to be true, even if it isn't. Uh, you kind of need to have a bit of a humiliation fetish to enjoy this particular aspect of cuckolding or cuckqueening. One of the most common, common types of cuckolding porn is when the queen or cuckold is actually in the same room as their partner and the paramour. The cheating couple might even be in the same bed while the queen or cuckold lies there listening to and feeling them have sex, even if they're blindfolded or bound. So if they're bound and blindfolded and they're on the same bed and can hear and feel the bed moving, I guess, under them, that's one way that it's done. Um, And that's specifically looking at the common types of cuckold porn. Um, If you're especially into the humiliation element, then your partner's cupcake can become something of a mistress to you. Uh, you're on the lowest rung of the ladder, and the pair will use every opportunity to remind you that she is better than you, or he is better than you, and you are unworthy, perhaps worthless. Uh, so he fucks her or goes down on her until she comes. And you, you are lucky if you get to clean up the mess that your man leaves behind on another woman's body. Or in her per- pussy. The sloppy seconds you deserve. A common theme. This is a common theme in like Cuck Queen and Cucking erotica.
0: You're having to clean?
1: So, uh, yeah. Basically, after there is, you know, come somewhere, it's the cuck or Cuck Queen that has to the, clean it up.
0: From
2: a lot of the research I did, it, this seems to have a lot of overlap with like cream pie mm-hmm. slash breeding porn where it's yeah. like oh this big black dick's gonna breed me
1: yes that does because fall into breeding that does fall into breeding because breeding is a huge thing especially when it comes to porn um like for some reason that particular aspect of it I'm trying to think of how to phrase it it's like it's cream pie it's like themed sex like breeding but it's more animalistic more primal that's what I was looking for out there
2: Okay. I think were, we're looking for the Does the
0: search. uh does the cuck queen does she masturbate? Is she allowed to are there circumstances where she does?
1: Um it depends on the specific relationship and that's the same with the cuckold as well. Um in some instances, you know, can the woman can be pleasuring herself with a toy or a vibrator or something or whatever while she's watching uh somebody else with her significant other. Um, same with the gentleman, he can, you know, be masturbating or whatever. But in some cases, especially in um female dominated sort of relationships, um, um, where this is kind of happening with a cuckold, um, she may actually lock his genitals in a uh, chastity device yeah, I, uh, I to keep him from playing. Yeah, I remember
2: mentioning at the, the top of the episode that sometimes chastity
0: yeah. devices are used.
1: Yes, and it's not uncommon. Um, And,
0: and you, then you let the beast out of his cage.
1: Yeah, exactly, and then he's raring to go. So, um, whether there's any more for him, whether he ends up getting to have sex at all or not, I, that's, again, that's one of those things that's kind of, um, different for each couple. Cause some say, no, absolutely not. You can't have sex with me. Like I just had all this pleasure or whatever. Sometimes um, like, you, you can
2: have this sloppy seconds. I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess I'll lay here like a fish. I don't
2: know. You can slob that knob.
1: <laughs> um, so Starfish
2: is the best position.
1: couple things. I have products and I have a list of six signs you might be a cuckold.
0: Uh, is it if you have a Beto O'Rourke sticker on the back of your car? Is this a Cosmo article? No. <laughs> uh, give me the signs. Is it all about how I'm inadequate no one likes me?
1: No, it's a non-monogamy blog by Swingtown. Give me the
0: quiz and just ask me right straight away. Me okay, and Chris will right. take the, let's see for cucks.
1: Um, let's see what kind of porn might indicate an interest in cuckolding. Uh, if you like watching scenes where a woman is having sex in front of her lover, you might be a cuckold.
0: Well, well, yeah. You. If, like, if you like watching, no if you like watching porn where ladies, yeah. If you like watching stepbrother <laughs> that, stuff, you're probably in yeah, stepbrother stuff. That doesn't need, that doesn't need explanation. If you think, we got it.
1: If you think your partner, I think of your partner when you're watching Kyle Kong Dong give it to a wanton woman, you might be a cuckold.
2: What? Wait, <laughs> what? Really? Did you just have Kyle a stri- Kong Dong?
1: Kyle Kong Dong. What's that Kyle a- Kong Dong? A giant dick of a dude having sex in a porn. I think
2: that's infringing on like Copyright. Nintendo's pop. I think it's copyrights. a joke.
1: Yeah. It's a joke. Um... Why well, was she ready to take
2: a very serious quiz? Yeah, if you no, so so, do you like
1: just when you are yes watching no. when
2: you're watching porn? Do you imagine your significant other being fucked by the dude?
1: There you go. Yeah. No. Um. If do you get turned on by watching women dominate men?
0: I mean. Sure Yeah
1: Okay uh, do you and, like Buffy the on, Vampire Slayer Do you feel a Do you feel a tw- <laughs> <What?
2: Do> you- <laughs> Not an angel Not the off, Just Buffy <laughs> Do
1: you feel a twang in your shorts When you think about being forced to dress up And act like a girl mm. what? You might be a sissy cuckold Well like It's a different type Am I oh, like
0: How well much down. of a girl Like am I dressed like Dana Scully And I'm like a professional working woman Or am I like Got a big lollipop And I look like Dolly Parton Sorry the other one other than Dolly Parton. I confuse Dolly Parton and that small child all the time. <laughs> the dancer. Shirley uh, Temple. Shirley
1: Temple? <laughs> <laughs> Get those two flip on.
2: My mind would have never come up with Shirley Temple. Jillian, Jillian. Yes. Dolly <laughs> Parton or that
0: small child. <laughs> they named the drink after her.
1: Um okay it's, not, it's, just, Let's t-
2: it's grenadine and soda water. Let's
1: talk about it's your sum- <laughs> your submissive tendencies. Okay. If you secretly wish your partner would be more aggressive or dominant in bed, yeah, but that you might, might be a cuckold.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. All okay. Out. Are you a living person who is breathing? <laughs> you might be a cuckold. Some the, people don't I, like the that well, that. No, like I'm just saying like it's getting very broad. Okay. Some All of these right. questions.
1: Um, if the idea of letting your partner control your sexuality, think cock cage, excites you. No. If you have overt masochistic tendencies, you enjoy painful physical or mental stimuli. so
0: fucking lutely
1: Really? Huh. Okay. Wait, I
2: mean, mental? Like, I love watching depressing shit, but physical, no.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. If the idea of having someone else tell you what to do in bed gets you going, you might be a cuckold. Uh, voyeurism. Jeff Foxworthy. If you've ever, if you've, that's literally how this is set up as well. That's what I was thinking too as I was reading it the first time. I was like, mm, "This is set up like you might be a redneck." Did you vote for Beto? <laughs> okay He's um, been making the same joke. It's funny. If you've ever daydreamed about one of your buddies screwing your wife or I don't a significant,
0: have other. a wife, oh, okay, or so a significant right. other. I don't um, have a wife or friends.
1: See, hear that? Okay, all right, KingCast <laughs> listeners. If you're interested in either one of these guys, yeah. hi. If you want to
0: be my friend, I have very few <laughs> friends. I'd be interested in friend cucking, where I'm put into the closet and have to watch my few friends hang out with new <laughs> dudes. You? Like you? the new Super Smash Brothers comes out, and I don't get to play it. I have to go sit I'll, in the other room no, hold and on. listen.
2: It is your system, though. Yes, it's it's <laughs> they your They play system. my Switch, but whenever it's time to pass off the controller, you just sit there watching.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Friend cooking.
1: No, 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 no. You don't have the skills to beat this level. Like, <laughs> I'll get somebody who can. Super
2: Smash Brothers doesn't have levels. Yes, it does. It has a full-fledged single-player mode
1: now.
0: Fair enough. Thank you.
1: <laughs> um, if your love for your wife, oh, if you love for your wife or significant other to wear the sexiest, most enticing clothes she has when you go out.
0: The sexiest, most enticing outfit I can imagine significant other having is just regular blue jeans, but there's no butt on them.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's assless blue jeans. Well, they look
0: like normal jeans from the front, and then she turns around. No, and I think a butt. I
2: think the whole point of that is mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be getting enticed by other men checking out if your lover.
1: If you've ever wanted to take your partner to a sex club to watch her in action. You might, be you might be
2: a cuck if you're going to cuck clubs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're going somewhere if where... You're...
1: watching your significant other masturbate or put on an erotic show really turns you on, that might be uh, that's just... a case as well. Um, let's see here. If your buddy tells you you're, he, he dreams of going at your wife and you think that's cool, you might be a cuckold.
2: I'm going to tell all of my married friends that and see if, how many friends I have at the end of the week.
1: If you get a chubby when you notice other guys scoping out your wife, you might be a cuckold. Ooh, feelings of inadequacy. Here we go. If you find yourself worried that your partner isn't getting what she needs or wants sexually, you might be a cuckold. If your wife makes reference to Tiny Tim when talking about your penis, she might want you to be a cuckold. Well, my baby maybe... does
2: have crutches. <laughs>
1: go on.
2: What day is this day?
1: If you find Christmas. yourself... If you find yourself stressing out about pleasing your significant other, you might be a cuckold.
0: That's if the, the thought
1: of someone pleasing your wife infinitely better than you can uh, infinitely better than you can turns you on, you might. be Like Sae like from <laughs> Duck
0: da- Dynasty.
1: So here's I sign mean, number If you're six. a
0: cuckold, you're a
2: cuckold. Yeah. Was that last one?
1: <clears throat> if the idea of watching your little snow bunny take a BBC in front of your if in front of you revs your engine, you might be a cuckold.
2: Oh, big black. No. no. Big, beautiful condom.
1: Oh. Safe sex. If you find yourself watching interracial porn a lot, you might enjoy I
0: challenge that. Yeah. I actually, I challenge that. I think that if, if you were raised in a, in a nice household where you are not meant to have this hyper awareness of race, then I don't think interracial porn is necessarily a symptom of cuckolding. I think mm-hmm. only if you have some sort of weird shit from your childhood carry over.
1: It does say might. Okay. Might
0: they 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 left themselves an out. Also, if you
1: secretly wish your wife could take the most massive dongzilla possible, I thought you were going to say dog. You might be dog.
2: I thought I thought she was going to say dog. I've you got said, you thought, I've I've thought dog. I've, I've
0: got scat on the brain. You got bestiality. So, <laughs> it's our defaults. Thanks.
1: Um, thanks that, yeah, that was good. That was interesting. To some of those, some of those are like really broad, and some of them are like, uh... okay, that has to be that's very also, specific.
2: That seems to. It makes sense. I mean, the the interracial <clears throat> ones seem to be implying that interracial porn is only black and white.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I, it's, I, yeah, yeah, and it's just worth saying that that's that's a bullshit stereotype. It, you
1: know, it really is.
0: Any of any race can be with anyone of any other race, creed, color, origin, as right. long as it's consenting. It doesn't. Unless us- you're a Martian. That's and just
1: a porn thing. It's a porn trope. It thing. is a
0: trope. So. And it's absolutely a trope that goes after the the fear of the of the white man's inadequacy, and that goes back to <coughs> pornography from the '60s.
1: So
0: '60s goes back further than that. Pornography from the
2: 1860s goes back to Greeks goes making back. pots that have girls banging giant bulls. Goes back
0: Zeus, to the 060s.
1: So we make this seem kind of common on this show. I was really concerned that there was going to be, like, as we were discussing it, it was going to seem like, oh, like, this is obviously super rare. I would say but this is more common no, than diapers,
0: I, less common
2: than feet. I would yeah. say this is, like, the second most, outside of feet,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is obviously the most common. I'd say this is probably the second most common thing. Actually, have. step... Step brother, step parent incest seems weirdly popular right I, now. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why I was thinking it's the this is like third or fourth. The uh, faux cest is number one. Probably this I would say is number two.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, feet is always that's why I'm saying, I'm, I'm okay. excluding. Gotcha. Out our Out are very clear. <clears throat> feet will no, always no. be the most popular fetish, and honestly, I'm starting to see it now.
1: Yeah, I'm I mean,
0: starting I, to understand it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not getting into it yet, but like, I get it. I get it. Maybe they're sexy. sexy. I, and they're I actually sexy. I was at a bar the other night and I asked the question I did in the first one is like you can't imagine what sexy feet look like, but you can imagine what unsexy feet look like and that's a start.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, Tommy's, so
0: Tommy's going
2: down that rabbit hole
1: listeners, before you write off cuckolding.
2: don't shame me for that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not shaming you for that. Oh. I, it's I, I applaud you for that. <laughs>
0: you are <laughs> you're exploring yourself and others, hopefully. I just want to have really beautiful feet. I just want to have a gorgeous woman's foot for my own feet, but only one. And I walk in wearing an ugly man boot, and then my other foot is just like a slender Dana Scully foot. So you're getting into like cross-dressing, too. With a
2: tattoo.
0: It's like cross-dressing your foot. No, but it's not my foot. It's a sexy lady foot with a vagina. But it's attached to your leg. Dana, I'm sorry. You're I'm fine. sorry, Dana. You know you can buy a
2: mannequin foot. It's only like 50 It bucks. wouldn't be mine. I'd have to chop my own foot no, off. Just pull your leg up. Just put it, <laughs> attach it below the knee. Dana, you were saying. I'm sorry.
1: No, you're fine. You um, can borrow
2: some shoes, I'm sure.
1: Before you write off cuckolding... <laughs> Dr. David Lay, the author of Insatiable Wives, says up to 20% of the U.S. male population fantasizes about sharing their significant other with someone else. That means looking at the population in 2017 that means 24 million
0: But that could include swingers too. Yeah,
1: it can. can. And and swingers are
0: entirely different. So let's just split the difference and say half are swingers, half are cucks.
1: Sure. But um, here's the thing. Only 2% ever do anything about their fantasy
0: that's still a lot
1: so yeah that's 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 That's, pretty cool i mean
0: it it takes and one of the things that this goes into we've talked about group sex and orgies and all that yeah multi-partner like couple polyamory type stuff takes a lot of social politics oh yeah to make sure nobody gets hurt to make sure everything's fine to make sure stds are, are not spread it takes a fuck ton of work And especially after they took down Classified on Craigslist. And to the people who make it work, good on them. Yeah. If the, if people because with every fetish there is so much opportunity for things to go wrong and for people to get hurt and it, it, kinks take responsibility they do at the end of the day and then <clears throat> yeah vigilance yes and this this one takes a lot of vigilance especially in a fucking marriage oh yeah um, so I
1: found a bunch of products and I also have numbers for you guys
0: let's play the numbers oh
1: okay all right here we go um all right. FetLife has a burgeoning group of, of people um, discussing and dealing with cuckolding and cuckweening um, there is one group called Cuckold and Femdom 18,000
0: one 8
1: 0 5,000 um, let's see
0: Oh, you didn't have it ready to go.
1: I did. I was looking up one other thing. Um, there's 26,722 members.
0: That's a big end. That's one of the thought, biggest we've ever had on the show.
1: It really is. I thought, I thought like all of <laughs>
0: Fet life was like 50,000. I mean, that would still be mm-hmm. some good numbers. Cuckolding that, is... That'd like, be 50%. That, yeah, cuckolding is popular. Cuckolding and feet, dude. Mm-hmm. Cuckold, I, my, okay. feet. Um,
1: okay, Cuckold my feet. Okay, there's also a group called Cuckold Personals. Good place to go if you're looking for that special unicorn or cupcake. 15K.
0: 15, okay. Sorry, 15000. So 1500. Yeah. No, 15,000. 15, 15, 15,000. 15,000. 15,000.
1: 18,900 members.
0: Yeah, give me the jelly beans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Then there's just a very general list called cuckolding. Scripts for people that are thinking about cuckolding or living or are living this lifestyle. I've got this
2: one. 200,000. 1,900.
1: (laughs) 12,808 members.
2: You still won, Tommy. Somehow you still got closer than I did.
0: I I don't know how on that one. I thought it was going to be the biggest. No, it makes sense. And, And I guess like... I have to imagine whenever we go into a fetish, I've never actually brought this on the show before. There have to be super fucking wealthy people out there who are like have like sex games that are flying people in from across the country. Oh, I mean,
2: definitely. They've got to be the kinkiest people because they get bored.
1: Well, but there's also people that have communities. Like, I mean, everywhere, everywhere I know in Texas has a online community. Um, no, doesn't have one. Hey, this is the South Texas group, or this is the Chapters. you know um, yeah, it's called Seattle Nextdoor. group.
2: Sign up for your neighborhood. Find who wants to fuck you.
0: <laughs> also, there's always Dick. No matter where you are, at least in Texas, there's always, always the one racist neighbor who is posting about black kids. Yeah, on Nextdoor.com. Oh, nextdoor.com, it is, th- it is the hive of racism. It is, it is so despicable. I had one briefly, and it was like, I saw a kid in a hoodie. Okay. It's
2: uh, great. In the neighborhood I used to live in, daily, there would be posts about, there was a black person sitting in a car across the street. It's like, oh, sure. yet yep, there was. I bet he also lived at that house across the street.
1: Okay. So, I also found a couple of groups. Just
0: moving on. One
1: of which is called Cuck Queens slash Female Cuckolds.
0: A female cuckold is a female who likes to watch her man fuck other women. 1,000. Um, I'm going to guess this is significantly smaller. I'm going to say
1: 1999.
0: 6,437 damn. members. Damn. And, got a and
1: the Cuck Queen personals looking for a female to come and join in. Usually, usually it's a female. Um, it has a number... It has 3,266 members. We didn't get to guess. But wait, but wait. I was going to guess 600. Here's one that's specific to an area. Ooh. The New York Cuckold. Hot Wives, Cucks and Cuck Queens. New
2: York City or New York State?
1: It says New York. Uh, From the state of New York, New York City, suburbs and outlying areas. small
0: enough. And those visiting. New York is a big state. All of New York is like about the size of the DFW area if you want to be liberal about DFW. All of New York is big. Big, but we live in Texas. Okay, I mean, all of New York is fucking big. All right, real quick. If I have to visit my family who live in Houston, that is a four hour drive. From driving from Buffalo to New York City is probably a four hour drive.
2: Yeah, but Texas is still bigger. Houston and. Okay, New- I mean, Buena- don't use Texas as an example. Texas is bigger than every European country by th- like
0: three times. I feel like that helps my argument. But I'm just no, gonna say 400. It doesn't help your
2: argument
1: if you. If 469. Your
0: is huge. New York is
2: big. Man, New York's smaller than China.
1: 400. Oh God, don't say it like that.
0: China. China.
1: <laughs> New York cuckolds. 420.
0: 669.
1: 420 friendly. That's what you're saying. Yes.
0: 1,000 again.
1: 5,208 members.
0: Damn, everyone's
2: cuckolding it's in also New York. The and, second most populous state in the world.
1: Also, um, St-
2: in the country. There's one more, Sorry. There's
1: one more group called Cuck Queen Porn, and it has uh, 1,297 members. So, all of those numbers were huge, and I thought that was pretty impressive, and that's why I really wanted to play in the numbers today. Um, but I also do have some really cool products if you're looking at getting into cuckolding, if y'all are ready for that.
2: Uh, yeah, I have to go fix a dog problem again.
1: Okay. Well, I think it's fine right now. Oh, Give it a minute, we'll
0: take a break Give it a minute, we'll take a break Give it a minute, we'll take a break Give it a minute, we'll take a break Break, 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 break This is an intermission song You gotta give it on I wanna Dana, I understand you have some products for us Now real quick, to differentiate... Back from the break We never took a break We never take it. It was edited smoothly enough that it would just. Sometimes it's not. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) uh, Dana, I understand you have products for us. Now, are these products specifically for this cuckold or are they lifestyle celebratory cuckold? Uh, A little
1: bit of both. Okay. And I have some useful information and tidbits about uh, products that can help you along your way. And a poem. Resources, yes. No Um, more poems. No more more banning poems. No more poems. Dicks, dicks, big old dicks, little dicks. I don't know.
0: My boyfriend has a little dick. My bowl has a giant dick. I'm going to make him suck the giant dick. My milkshake <laughs> brings all the boys. <laughs> Thank you for giving me a punchline. I didn't land my joke, so I needed something funny.
1: Okay, so um, I was also looking for. I thought for that's where
0: you were going. I thought you were resources. making a parody of that song.
1: One of the biggest challenges with this fetish or or kink is really figuring out how to operate a relationship this way or even to introduce it into the situation, uh, the situation, the relationship. Um, So there's a couple of books I found. One was called Cuckolding a Path for Women and a Resource for Couples uh, by Caroline James. It's about 15 bucks. Or if you're a cheap shit. um, Steal it. There's erotic cuckolding. The first
2: 10 pages are available on Google Books.
1: Erotic Cuckolding, The Real Guide for Couples by Emma and Scott Kelly, is available through Kindle for $3. Um, also, in regards to products.
0: The advice is just shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Go up to a bar and scream on top of a table.
1: I'm looking for a
0: Anyone wanna fuck my wife? <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness. Um, I, that would be I, a I direct would, approach. Yeah. You know
2: what? I would probably walk over just to see what was happening. Public rest
0: areas are a great way to meet new sexual partners.
1: Do you have a picture of her?
2: And
0: serial killers. Neo, oh, my gosh. Oh the Neopets Network is a great way to meet other interesting <laughs> adults.
1: Okay. Um, I also found some some of this that caters more towards humiliation. Um okay. There is a cuck collar tag, which I didn't realize this actually like ties in a little bit more with BDSM. And we didn't really talk about the domination aspect of Puppy it, but, play. Um, th- sometimes, you know, submissives are forced to wear collars, which means that you might need a tag that reminds them who they are and they're big fat cucks, So they need a cuck collar tag from the twisted screw on Etsy for $12. Is
2: that a like local bar? Sounds like a very hipster bar. Just says cock. The on twisted
1: it. screw. Oh, which, it's
2: got a little penis instead of a bone.
1: Frankly, if I was making alternative sex toys, I would. You better believe that's I a would. A key. I would call it. No, that's it,
2: clearly a penis. That's not a penis. It's a key. That is clearly a small penis that is in the shape of a key, because he has a small penis because he's a cock. What dicks have a square head? What key has balls? <laughs> It's a heart.
1: Okay. All right. Y'all are done with that picture. Um, (laughs)
2: Sorry, Dave. No,
1: you're fine. Um, There's also a really fantastic tank top, which I thought was incredibly entertaining um, that you can buy that says locking his and rocking theirs Um, more for also using, you know, chastity devices and things like that. This is from kinky cats boutique on Etsy for $23. Not to mention, you'll also need to choose one of the um, vast uh, offerings of chastity devices for your cuck to wear, Um, uh, maybe a blindfold, um, some kind of rigging equipment to make sure that the person, if you're going to tie them up or tie them to a chair or tie them to the bed, um, on top of, you know, blindfolding or something like that, um, make sure that you have some soft um, rope to use. Also, um, depending on if you want the person in the room whenever... Um, you're actually having sex or not you can also use a listening device or a video device um, sometimes that plays a role in the effect as well so if you're in another room that way you can hear what's going on but you're not actually in the room a
2: Stethoscope. Yeah. Um, and today you can have a VR device yeah
1: oh I didn't think of that I don't even know how that works that's too tech savvy for me but they also have video devices. So um, there's lots of stuff out there. It really depends on the kind of cuckolding, cuckqueening you want to try to do. Um, but there are numerous things out there for you and resources. Really,
0: you can just add in any other fetish you want. Yeah, literally. Mix well other with fetish. others. Yeah, because you could definitely have it to where, like, you watch your partner shit in a diaper for a bowl. Yeah, bukake fetish. And then, It'll like, really or well. you, you watch your partner have a bukake is. Do you not know what bukake is?
1: just remind me
0: it's when there's like 12 No, take a guess. It's when there's like take 12 Take a guess. It's when there's like 12 dudes all come on one woman. It's born in Japan.
2: That's why it's a
0: Japanese word. Also like um give me another episode we've done.
1: Like just beating off and then
0: Yep. Explosion on their dudes. face. It's essentially that cracker game except a woman is the cracker.
1: Is Soggy, biscuit? Soggy biscuit.
0: Soggy biscuit. That's not a real game. People have played it I'm sure
2: people have But it was not a real game When game I was so. a
0: child a, It's a, called Olympus. An adult man told me about it Are you serious? And I felt very uncomfortable Being around that adult man Ever again After he told me about that
2: I mean You should reconcile It's your dad I'm Like,
0: No Fuck off <laughs> uh, Soggy Biscuit is a game I'm sure
2: someone Limp out Biscuit.
0: there Limp It's called Soggy Biscuit It's called Limp
2: Biscuit. <gasps>
1: that's a band Yeah I'm,
2: no it's, it's a man Because the rumor is That the band named
0: themselves After the game Oh lord At any rate, I'm sure someone out there has played that game. I'm sure someone out there has enjoyed that game. Do you know what uh, Soggy Biscuit is, Dana? The
1: lady is the Soggy Biscuit?
2: Yes. No, Dana, do you know what the Soggy Biscuit is? No, I don't. It's where a bunch of guys are all jerking off onto a biscuit, and the last guy to finish has to eat the biscuit.
1: (gasps) Oh! That...
0: Hey, don't kink shame. Someone's into that.
1: No, no. Yeah, I'm sure that's a thing, but...
0: It's a lot to take that in. That sounds
1: like really humiliating I know. and like it's, junior It's like high-ish ten guys and... loads to take in. Oh. Gross. Oh. Uh, how about that? <laughs> how about that? All right. Um, Let's get FBI. right into the FBI. Uh
0: I think that I'm ready to answer this one right off the bat. It's a two. And it's only a two because it is a very delicate social situation that requires a utmost of vigilance. Uh, maybe a three? I think I would go with the three. It's just the amount of aftercare and communication that goes into this, mm-hmm. you can't just do this wantonly, there's, especially in a yeah. marriage.
2: Well, there's also, I've, I've heard testimony of people who, not for this fetish in particular, but who think they will enjoy a fetish and then realize in the middle of it that they don't. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things that's like, you realize in the middle of it you don't, but you've also gone to a point where your significant other is
0: sleeping with someone else. Now the bull is has replaced you. Is the captain now, and the <laughs> bull is dating your? He looks partner. at you and
2: says, "I'm the captain now," as in that. Movie. And he
0: has the captain hat on, <laughs> which you shouldn't have given him that. <laughs> well,
1: that's a that's the, yeah. it, it's, it's a
0: three. There's the and it's 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 a rare three because usually anything that's high in the list is going to have physical harms, and this really doesn't yeah. have anything inherently except for bounding. But that's its own separate, yeah. it, separate issue. This is just a very high social risk. It could really lead to the demise of a romantic relationship. It takes a lot of care. Mm-hmm. It's not something that can just be jumped into. It's going to require a lot of communication before and a lot of commu- mm-hmm. communication after. As well as communication with this third party. I, I can't think of anything more irresponsible than going out and finding someone random at a bar. That that honestly feels cruel to that third party. Is you know... Everyone involved in this needs to be, I would say, sober and have had time to think about it on a sober brain. Uh Um, Maybe I'm a fucking prude for saying that. I don't know. But I I feel like for this to work, it would require uh, time
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to agree with you guys. I think this is closer to a three. I mean, if there was a two two 2.75, I would be there. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a three, mainly because it is a risk-aware consensual kink. There needs to be consent. There needs to be awareness of what could happen and the the fallout and the aftermath um, before it. And it has to be something that you discuss at length and check in over time, um, just like any other kind of process for engaging in, in anything else new in a relationship. You want to ask um, everyone involved, if they're cool with this multiple times over the course of, um, a period of time to really make sure that that's something that they really want to do first. Um, and, and that, that feeling sobriety. isn't going to change. Yeah. It needs to, it needs to not be an impulsive kind of decision. Um, especially because sometimes it can be used to go, it can go wrong. So
0: what I keep imagining <clears throat> is I keep imagining what we described as is as the bar scenario, and that does feel cruel if you go to a bar yeah. and you just find someone drunk and say, hey, we're into weird shit. Mm-hmm. Come be our, our third. And, and that's using a person in a way. And maybe that person would be okay with it. And maybe I'm approved for thinking that way. But it feels unfair to that third person to just use them like an object and abduct them drunk. And, and you to gonna- always be in a sober state of mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: before engaging in any kind of sexual activities.
1: Yeah. I'll definitely go ahead and plug my very favorite book on discussing consent and exploring alternative sexual uh, relationships, whether it's within your relationship or if you're a single person, a hungry um, kind of looking, <laughs> no, um, it's, it's called the ethical slut. Yep. And I really think that it's one of the best books out there for engaging, um, with any other people in any kind of sexual relationship at all of any type, really it's, it's amazing so anyways that said i think that pretty much concludes our episode yeah this um, was a
0: fascinating discussion yeah um yeah and there's no shame to be associated with this just because mm-hmm. it has a three doesn't mean it's something you can't do it just takes forethought it's, it's yeah. really that simple it's not a four and there's a huge dividing line between three and four just as there's a huge dividing line between four and five right um so yeah have fun with it if it's something you'd be interested in you know give it a try
1: um, and of course, this is another one of those episodes that was done on request um, by one of our listeners. So thank you so much. You know who you are. Um, and definitely we look forward to hearing more uh, requests from people that are listening in um, and want to know about something or want to know or want to hear us talk about something. Um, definitely write in. Send us a message. You can find us on uh, Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Um, Twitter at
2: Kinkcast Podcast.
1: Yes, at Kinkcast Podcast.
2: We like hearing from you guys.
0: Even if you're not going to suggest an episode. Yeah, that's it. You true. can also send us a Gmail, and my offer still stands that I will buy someone mozzarella sticks if they just ask nice enough.
1: No <laughs> one's taken me up
0: on that yet, which no one has. shows that we are not a multi million uh, listener podcast.
2: But someday. I think it might just be because people are afraid of the mozzarella stick that you'll send. I'm not going to send someone poison. In an envelope, just a I, standard
0: letter envelope. I have said numerous sonic times cracker. it will be a sonic. Gift card. And all they will have to do is send a picture to prove they got mozzarella sticks. Because if they got a chili dog... Well, I guess... If well, the, if they got a chili dog, then s- someone else will have to... Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, I'm very aware. Um,
1: <laughs> well, that's...
0: If you like listening sick. to our show and you think it could be better in some way, send us a suggestions. If we and got something wrong, correct us. If you think we're great, also tell us we're great. And if, always tell a friend,
2: like... We love hearing from new listeners. In an as appropriate old,
0: situation, tell a
2: friend. Don't. Or in an inappropriate situation. If your child is misbehaving at school
0: and the principal calls you in, maybe that's not the right time to bring uh, up KingCast. Why are you friends with your child's principal? Well, because my child keeps misbehaving. i got to go to the principal once a week.
1: Let's let's put this in a more realistic scenario. Well, you probably scenario. shouldn't be letting your You're kid at listen are at a bar <laughs> <K-Cast>. <laughs> and you get on top of a table and you just say, Hey guys, just want to let you guys know there's this awesome podcast called KingCast.
2: Just K-Cast. put it on your phone and start playing it. Yeah. And then get kicked out of the bar.
1: That too. That's a good idea too. But or hey, just, we're sex or positive Or just tell a
2: friend, or as I've suggested previously, find the friend who has a phone that's unlocked and make them subscribe to it without them knowing. Or start your own <sighs> podcast. They'll just discover right. it. right.
1: Good idea.
0: Do not start your own podcast. Start your own podcast and have us on as guests.
1: Oh yeah, we'll talk.
0: I'll talk to you. Let's I'll talk to anybody. I'll, I will literally talk to anyone with a mouth. Um, what about people without mouths?
1: I was about uh, to say. What
0: about mute and deaf people.
1: They have mouths. They have
0: mouths, you monster. And also, I guess there's some people with deformities that leave and have mouths. I'll communicate with you. That's fine. I didn't mean to leave you out. I'm not ableist. Sounds like you. I'm not ableist.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so, thank <laughs> you so much for it. listening. Uh, join us next time for um, episode 62, which is.
0: Maria Bamford.
1: Sexual dysfunction and oh. vaginasmus. Vaginasmus. V- I think
0: that word means something I thought it didn't mean. I think it does too. What? Anyways, let's jump right in what? to the next episode. We'll see you next week. We love you. Please send me an email for mozzarella sticks. Ooh, I've
2: got some news for you. Uh, yeah, go to my tail, your boy.